This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that can help anyone who loves books, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, publisher, or a writer. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations can be relative and relevant for anyone in the creative marketing industry. So ladies and gentlemen, today I have Amy Dean, who is the Editorial and Marketing Director for Blue Manatee Press. It is an independent children's book publishing company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Amy loves books, reading them and talking about them as well as decorating with them. We can see behind her if you're tuning into the video. Amy is a children's book editor. She sees the world in stories. And I have to say, Amy, I'm gonna start with this one. She once got grounded. And what did your parents take away that summer? TV, no TV or movies uh, for the whole summer for myself and my brother. And what did you end uh, and, up doing? <laughs> so we were, it, it wasn't meant to be punishment, but we were encouraged to read instead. And uh, yes, so I spent the whole summer reading um, books. We would go to the library almost daily. Uh, and by the end of that summer, I had read over a hundred books. Oh, I love um, parents, yes. your parents. Yeah, you know, these weren't all super long novels per se, but um, yeah, lots of reading. That's awesome. I love it. I think your parents did a good job. Take the TV away, find something to do. And, and you know, a lot of people right now, that's what we're doing with our own children. Be bored, figure something out, be bored. Mm -hmm. You are not bored, Amy. Um, I know this because we are colleagues. You are not bored. You are busy and your schedule is full. Tell me a little bit about Blue Manatee Press and how did it begin? Yes, so Blue Manatee Press, our uh, founder and publisher is Dr. John Hutton, and he is a practicing pediatrician, and he is also uh, the director of the Literacy Research Center at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Uh, so his whole um, background or, or what he wanted to do originally was create children's books that helped kind of fill that gap in health literacy. So how do we help new parents understand how to connect with their babies, uh, safe, you know, safe practices, best practices for raising a child and even more specifically raising a reader. Mm -hmm. And all of that kind of stemmed from his other job at the time, which was owning a children's bookstore that at the time was called Blue Manatee Children's Bookstore. We were based in the Oakley neighborhood of Cincinnati. Um, you know, I, it's a place that I worked at for about six years as a bookseller. And I was privileged to kind of be in this environment where you see families grow up and you help them pick the books that they love. And then they come back years later and say, this was my favorite place or this was my home away from home. So that's where we started. And then we kind of just as booksellers realized that there were these opportunities for stories that just weren't being told and voices that weren't being heard. So we started very small uh, with some uh, dabbled in book publishing. 
um, specifically board and picture books. And now we've expanded to um, while we are still based in Cincinnati, we have national reach through our uh, distributors, IPG, uh, meaning our books are everywhere. And we work with authors and artists from all around the country. They really are. They really are everywhere. And um, when I've gone to my own local library, I have seen the monster truck book on the shelf, which is really fun sitting out. So they're well known. And I love the journey going from bookstore into publishing. And I like the mission as well. Um, I think that's really wonderful. And I think you can, you know, second this, but I think that mission has stayed true since the beginning of time. You still can carry that into your books. Yes, we're all about wanting to make what I call sort of active reading. How do we make reading fun, engaging? How do we get those shared reading moments between grown-up and child? Uh, we want our books to be the books that not only are kids saying, hey, I want to read this again and again, but the parents aren't mad about that. Yeah. They're, they don't mind reading our books again and again. That's our goal. And I actually recently saw something um, about a box challenge that you put out um, for taking an empty box and having families create something out of it. And that is one way that you are, one, living out your mission, making reading go beyond the book. But um, two, it's truly, as we kind of segue into the topic of our conversation today, um, you know, marketing books and trends in picture books, that's one way that you would market the book. So can you tell us a little bit about that specific book? Yeah, so that's um, from our series. Uh, the series name is Baby Unplugged, and that is all about uh, being screen free and sort of connecting to those sort of icons of childhood. Uh, so, and we have our newest one in that series just released this spring, and it's called Baby Unplugged Make. And the idea is all about being different ways you, you can be a maker and you can be creative and use your imagination. So throughout the book, you'll see, you know, making recipes and mixing colors with paints and um, making a kite and a fort out of boxes. So one of the things that we're going to be doing for this book in particular, um, leading into the first week of May, which is uh, screen free week, first full week of May, uh, is basically we're coming up with all of these uh, challenges that are linked to making something. And we basically just took some of the references in the book. Uh, this is a board book. It's meant to be for toddlers. So what are some fun things that we can do after you read this book and you're inspired to be a maker and use your creativity? What can you go do? So we're going to have these challenges like here's an empty box. What do you do with it? Uh, some of the other ones that we'll be doing are some sidewalk art, and we have a cookie recipe that comes with it, um, making a bouquet out of flower, or a flower bouquet out of paper is oh, another thing. Wow. And then I, I used to be a teacher, and so one of the things I did is we did a sponge painting activity where you make the shapes out of, you just cut it out of a kitchen sponge, and then you just dab on the construction paper your little scene. That's awesome. I have to tell you, um, my mom came over. My mom's all vaccinated. So she came over and watched our three children on Friday. 
And um, I had just put a bunch of boxes out into recycle and my oldest got a box out of the recycle bin. And I'm like, what do you need the box for? And she's like, I'm going to make something. I came home and I'll show you after we're done with the interview, but I came home and her and the kids and my mom made this amazing basketball stadium. And you can actually like fling a ball. This is the 11 year old who was kind of leading it, but fling the ball into this little basketball net out of a box. And here I was as the parent, I was like, why are you getting trash? But you have to remember that oftentimes recycled products are the best items to use to create something. Well, I feel like there's always the, that joke amongst parents of, you know, I spent however much money for this toy and my kid would rather play with the box that it came in. But honestly, that's so true. And I remember one of the, <laughs> I, this st sticks out so vividly in my mind, uh, my parents had replaced the refrigerator. And so there was a huge, huge box that the refrigerator had been delivered in. And I, yeah, I made like this whole little house in it and you could crawl inside of it. And there were, I had colored, you know, and drawn different sections within. So there was different rooms in the house. Oh my gosh. Obviously not, <laughs> but yeah. So I just kind of, but, but that's that whole thing. I think, um, you know, we don't ever want to be preachy. That's never our goal. But again, tying it back to our mission, I do think sometimes it can be, you know, we're all very busy and we all want the latest things for our kids and little ones. And a lot of those latest things are digital and come with a lot of bells and whistles and they have their time and place. But I think, you know, let's not forget about, like you said, a chance to be bored. Let that imagination come in. Let that chance for just what we call creative play and exploration um, kind of rise up because, you know, a lot of really good memories come from that. And, you know, you might be inspiring our next children's book writers going forward because they're just building that imagination. Yeah. So I love that. A way that you market your books is you kind of take, take the the theme of the book or the message of the book. And then you try to show families, like, how can you continue that message beyond the book? You've read the book. Now, what can you yes. do in your day to day? That's really neat. Now, yeah. I wonder, like, as you were talking about, you had um, two different books about uh, digital unplug, right? So it was a baby's, both of them were board books. Yeah. So that's our baby unplug series. There's actually there's 11 oh. books in that oh. series. Oh, actually. my goodness. Okay, we'll link to, we will link to this uh, series in the show notes. That is so cool. But yeah, how there, do you are, know there are 11 and they cover everything from, I mean, there is one that's literally just called Box and it's just all the different ways. But some of our later ones like Make and Play are more just sort of that general, um, you know, collage of, creative play and those elements that might come into it. Very cool. But as a publisher, my big question for you is, how do you know what is trending in picture books? So that, yeah, um, there's definitely industry tools that we can use where we're looking at, um, you know, deals that have recently been made, books that have been sold to other publishers um, there's definitely, you know, obviously most recently, I think the majority of my submissions have been COVID related. How do you yeah. explain COVID to a child? Um, so there are definitely those like big cultural touchstones that come into play. Um, but I, and again, like I said, those industry tools, but I think really, um, it's for me, honestly, and I realize this isn't necessarily, um, 
uh, what do I want to say, something that's like a, a, a tool that I can point to and say, do this or use this. But I think it's being aware of your audience. So for us, we have to first identify who are we trying to reach and what is that audience interested in? And I really, and then that kind of speaks to what might be trending for us, which may or may not be a market trend, but it's trending for our audience. Ooh, I so like that. a lot of what's going on that our parents are talking about, or at least the parents that follow us and we see, you know, there's, we see a lot of call for, I really, and I hate to use this term, but I'm going to anyway, but I would say sort of getting back to normal. So like going back to sort of these old school, you know, almost like idyllic childhood experiences because for the last year, that hasn't been what our, a lot of our children have been experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, so I've seen some, an uptick in like what I would say, just this very, you know, be outdoors and how to like have fun in your backyard and how to, you know, very home centric, but like I said, sort of this idyllic childhood experience. Um, the other big thing that we're seeing, which I am thrilled about, and I really cannot overstate enough how many more of these types of submissions I would like to see, but there's really, and this isn't just in the children's book, this is in the publishing world in general, over the last few years it's been building, and then there was a very loud cry for it last year, long overdue, but that's the idea of having more inclusion in not just the stories we tell, but who are telling those stories. So we want the, you know, the authors who are contributing their submissions of new books to be from everywhere and all backgrounds and experiences. Because one of the things that I have always loved about children's books that I think you can get this from any book, of course, but I think it is so essential in childhood is children's books are, can be a way to see lives live differently than our own. And when you get, the more lives and experiences that you get to see, the more empathetic you become, the more willingness to be open-minded and to be, um, you know, make a friend who maybe doesn't look like you or doesn't come from your same background and you stop being, I, I, I don't know quite the right word, but, but for lack of a better one, like afraid of that. I think exactly. You're more have the to be very insular mm -hmm. and, you know, we like things that look like us and feel like us. And when it doesn't, there might be some hesitation. And I think if we can remove that in kids' books, if more kids can have the chance to say, hey, he looks like me, or I know that girl, that I had that happen, or anything like that, um, you know, obviously I'd want to see that in all forms of media, TV, movies, grown-up books too. But I really, I think there's something about having that from as early as possible in picture books that is essential. And so I am really pleased to see that there is, you know, we have a long, don't pretend to say it's solved. There are a, a long road to go, but I do really feel this, it's not just words anymore. There really is a true push of, hey, we want, we want those voices heard. We want those stories told. Um, so I'm, that's something that I'm, 
you know, I hesitate to say it's trending because that makes it sound like it'll eventually go away. I hope it's not trending, but it's definitely um, something that I think people are taking note of and it's long overdue. And I think especially with a lot of children being home right now, um, you know, books are are allowing them to travel outside of their bubble, which, you know, a lot of us still have a very tight bubble um, and books allow us to do that. And I know that's one of the reasons I love reading as an adult, too. I'm able to escape my the four walls of my home and I'm able to go to many different places. This is wonderful. Yes. It has been so great to hear about your mission and the company that you work with at Blue Man of Press and just to hear about how you're helping your audiences to connect to the books, um, you know, beyond the words and the pages. And where do you, where can we find more out about your company, about Blue Man of Press and like, you know, the challenge that are challenges that are put, being put out? Where can we find out more about all of that? Yeah, so our website, um, bluemanatypress.com, all of our books are there and you'll find book-specific related activities on their pages, but we also just have a tab, um, like a resources tab on our website um, that says rainy day resources. And there you'll find lots of different uh, activities that stem from you know coloring pages and word searches to hey, let's go make something with a box or a related uh, food recipe even. Um, and then we share those on social media. Um, we're pretty much active on all the things. Okay. <laughs> but we're, um, for the most part, always at Blue Manatee Press with the exception of Twitter, which is B, the letter B, uh, Manatee Press. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Amy. Thanks for Everyone, having me. Now you know where to find Blue Manatee Press for more information. And we will have another interview airing every Tuesday from this uh, podcast. Until then, think outside the box. We're talking about boxes, creating with boxes. We want you to think outside of the walls of that box. And don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you, Amy. Thanks, Maria. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.